Hi, I'm Eric. <laughs> and oh, I'm Chris. I'm, I don't know what I'm doing. What the yeah. fuck, dude? You're too busy being an asshole to get it right. Welcome to I Made It First. Yay! Yay. My name's Jason. Watch me be a giant prick on Twitch. <laughs> I was like, I just wanted to make the Simpsons jokes. That's all I wanted to do. I, I did all hard. Your Simpsons joke was bad, mm -hmm. and apparently if we make Simpsons jokes, all it does is date us because <laughs> I made a Simpsons joke in a stream once and got fucking ridiculed. <laughs> Hardcore. <laughs> As we should. As we should. Yes. Because we is old. Okay, sorry everybody if we're having bitrate issues on Twitch. Twitch is being stupid or my internet's being stupid or what? I don't know. Something's being dumb. But welcome to I Beat It First, everybody. Uh, this is our first one back in almost a month now considering because of the fact that we did SeltzerCon at the Larson Convention Center up in Pine Top, Arizona <laughs> getting all drunk on really bad seltzers. Really and bad yes, seltzer. that not sounds like one. an oxymoron but it's not because some seltzers are good. Those ones? Really bad. Not so good. <laughs> Even the best one was probably a solid four. Like it's just like <laughs> I didn't The like best it. one was a C minus. Just like every fucking Becky I knew in high school. Ayo. Ayo. <laughs> Alright, uh yeah, so if you didn't listen to that episode, um why did you not listen to it? Because <laughs> all it is is drunken shenanigans and us just fucking struggling to get through the news with all the seltzer interruptions. <laughs> but, Way too many. Uh, if you missed it, Becky, a born and made in Phoenix, Arizona, seltzer won. Um, and it, it was a If you ever solid. watched South Park, Scottsdale. It is Scottsdale <laughs> in a can. Let's just put it that way. Complete with fake sugar. Because yeah, it has the erythritol you in it. Yeah, the stuff that will make you absolutely shit yourself. Oh, amazing. Oh, Just man. what you want to do at a you know, Scottsdale nightclub. That's yep. what the real winner should have had to, like, wh like when you shut the box in the game we were playing, the real winner should have then had a separate, like, 18-pack of Becky and been like, you have to kill all of this. And then Like, we should have bought the, the other three flavors and said, yes. have at it. Yes. And then never leave the bathroom. I mean, it's a great diet plan. Scottsdale. Yeah, you know. So... That's you guys true. would have to drive home because I would have died. <laughs> you wouldn't have died. It's fine. You're doing fine. We had an extra day. Yeah. We, went, we, we stayed an extra day for a reason. And yeah. surprisingly, I didn't feel like we necessarily needed it on Sunday because I felt perfectly fine. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> so maybe the erythritol was the key. I don't know. But anyways, uh, in order to make up for that, I, I'm having some actually good seltzers got a truly <laughs> wild berry <laughs> and i have some bullet rye nice. nice i'm still working on my uh um costco 12 year that they have which is really good um but i do miss bullet rye it's still my favorite and then i uh, uh have a cryo stash by hop valley hop valley makes really good ipas really good basic bitch ipas which is fantastic but their cryo stash you still I mean, be able to call ipas in there. are basic bitches well so i mean like even yeah. more so like it's just like you have this and then you have uh all deep all day ipa and it's just like those are like the like you're just basic well, I guess Lagavulin, not Lagavulin, uh, um, Lagunitas. Lagunitas. Pretty, yeah, yeah, they're pretty basic. But anyway, I digress. Cryostash is the best one. The pumpkin spice yeah. latte of the beer world. <laughs> it's true. It's true. 
the yeah. cryo stash is fantastic and it has a higher percentage i think it's like 8.7 yeah 8.7 so that's a good damn beer right there for uh that you can find in a, not now they sell it individually so you can get them in a six pack so. that's definitely not an all-day ipa i can tell you no that right all now. day ipas <laughs> half that if if that yeah. so yeah yeah what are you drinking chris uh so i got me uh some little aviation gin and tonic nice and then for my basic drink, I got, you know, the always good Mother Road Tower Station IPA. That is, see, that's a good IPA. Yep. Still a pumpkin spice latte of beer, but <laughs> that's a good IPA. <laughs> it's, it's a lot better than the uh, shitty leftover seltzer I was debating on drinking. Yeah. Yes. How bad was that <laughs> seltzer? Chris brought it home over two weeks ago and hasn't finished the six pack that was left in the back of no, his pickup. I, I think that was an eight pack. But still, yeah. Okay. Oh, the eight pack. You get drunk on the regular, dude. <laughs> Let's yeah. be honest here. And you couldn't finish that off. <laughs> like, That's mm, how bad those seltzers were. It was. I'm gonna buy some bad. ones. I guess actually, the one perk of listening to that episode is that you get to hear which seltzers not to drink. Because that's like, pretty much what you're learning. Mm-hmm. What do you have to drink? Well, we have a belching beaver seltzer or crab juice. Oh, God. Oh, jeez. Crab Ugh. juice, please. All the crab juice. Another round of crab juice, please. Please. Oh, God. <laughs> I'll have a flaming Homer instead. Just I, I will just literally just drink cough syrup. Rather oh, than dude. drink that shit. <laughs> there we go. Simpsons reference number three. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's right. We're awesome, aren't we? <laughs> oh, God. OK. Um, OK, so let's get to news because we have a fuck ton of news. Uh, and it's really like it's only been like a couple days longer than our normal thing. And we have like an entire page of news and I, I don't like it. Uh, but first off. Fuck Activision. (laughs) So this isn't the first time that we've said this, and God knows this isn't going to be the last time that we've said this, but fuck Activision. And we should all do everything we can to just not buy their games anymore. And that is primarily because they laid off 190 people about two weeks ago. You know, half of it had to do with in-person esports. That's perfectly fine. Like they're they're diverting and they're changing their esports system to be more online and not do the in-person stuff because people, you know, obviously COVID and stuff like that. However, the big issue is that in a year where video game companies were doing everything they could to continue production on video game titles, they've laid off over a thousand people in 12 months now you you could say like well that's business you know like that things happen you know that's hey that's okay you could totally do that argument until i tell you that they just gave their fucking ceo a 200 million dollar bonus the day after they laid off those 190 people yep uh when you make games that just literally print money by themselves um, then you have a CEO that's just like, hey, board, I just made it that we can all make a billion dollars with having nothing. And we just copy and paste a game over and over again. And uh, everyone has a good old time. And they're like, watch me trim this you fat. Did. You did. Fuck you, asshole. Mm-hmm. You did. And, Fucking and you know what? Prick. We're buying them. We're buying them. They're all talking about Warzone and stuff like that. And the next Call of Duty, like it's no big deal. And 
you're just i'm not talking about it i fucking i i actually purposely removed like it didn't put talk about the war zone info that we had in there i'm i'm honestly done with it uh this is not (laughs) the first time that we have talked about how shitty activision is as a company even in this year let alone in the last couple of years it's just fucking horrible yeah Yeah. i mean we'll come back to that later (laughs) Just to make sure that we reiterate, fuck Activision, don't buy any of their games. Um, All right. (laughs) So that's that. Uh, Let's see here. What's the next one that we wanted to do? Uh, Oh, okay. Well, Sony is now part owner of Evo, which if you don't know what Evo is, Evo is one of the largest fighting game tournaments that you can have. And they're doing Evo online later this summer. And Sony now owns a portion of that. Which normally you'd be like, yeah, that's, you know, that's perfectly fine. Except for the fact that now all of the Smash community is like, well, does that mean the Smashes are going to be an Evo again? And blah, blah, blah. Even though Mm -hmm. all that they do is bitch and moan about the fucking netcode for Smash Ultimate anyways. So it doesn't really fucking matter. And Nintendo also will not let them use that fucking pirated version that they added proper netcode onto of Melee because it's fucking illegal. (laughs) (laughs) The Smash yeah. fucking community is toxic as fuck. I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> They're so it's toxic. Bad. It's but so anyways, um, I actually look at that as a... I look at Sony owning part of Evo as a good thing because it's now giving additional legitimacy to an esports tournament. Some A larger corporation, especially a big player in, in the video game industry, now owns a chunk of them. So I, I'm yeah, I'm curious if general. that means that they're going to release a, a a new fighting game. That's what I first thought of. Like you got a new fighting game that's coming out. That's one of the things I was gonna say. Is like I wonder if that's yep. what they're gonna do. Although they have been going balls in on Tekken. They really like they really like Tekken. I mean, like if you if you go on their Twitch channel, Mortal Kombat and Tekken are on there like all the time. Um, and I think that that's probably what they're looking to go into is to continue to have a lot of those. But it is a it is an interesting proposition and something that I really want to see how it's going to pan out before like I sit there and and cry off on you know everything. But it will mean though that it's probably going to be PC and PlayStation's now running Evo instead of any Xboxes or anything like that. So we'll have to wait and see. Um, Sony is also uh, in quasi. Okay, actually, this is it's not quasi sad news. It's actually pretty sad news, especially for digital distribution. Sony is closing down PlayStation 3, PSP and Vita eShops by the end of the summer. They should have all three of them down. Okay. What does that mean? Well, the biggest thing is that if you bought digital copies of video games, you'll no longer be able to authenticate them on your PlayStation 3, your play, your PSP or your Vita. Um, what does that mean? You can't play your games. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought saying? it would like no, I think it's I think you can still play your games. You just have to you just have to have them downloaded by now. And you, um it'll still allow you to uh um play your games. You just can't do anything else with them that's they i haven't seen anything where they've actually come out and said like you'll be able to authenticate because they're shutting down the servers completely 
like all the network servers for connecting right. those up are right. getting completely Store shut manager. down. You know, I, I got the email, yeah. I read through it, and I but because yeah. obviously the biggest thing for the Vita, especially in late life, was heavy on on uh, indie games and very heavy on like you know anime and indie games and stuff like that. Got tons of free games from uh, uh um what's that uh 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 indie indicade at e3 oh yeah for the, the past mm. couple of years and stuff like that on the vita because it was easy and you could just get them there and um so i wouldn't say that any of them were fantastic but i you know it's still stuff that i'd like to maybe eventually come back to again and i remember that being that one of the things i wanted to check out for now can i play online anymore can i do anything with to download those again if i delete them can i do anything else no but as nope. far as being able to play them I'm pretty sure that you still can. Don't hold me to that, though. I mean, I read it over being like, cool, haven't touched my Vita in a while now. Uh, but as long as I can still play Darkest Dungeon on the airplane, that's all I really use it for in the last uh, year. Well, and it brings <laughs> up the anywhere. problem with digital distribution of video games that we've talked about before of you don't actually you don't own, own the video game. Nope. And you don't get 100% access to it for the rest of your life. I bought I bought this physical copy for two reasons. One, because it was the only way I could get it on sale. And two, because I'm probably going to exchange it. But <laughs> <laughs> I bought Marvel Avengers because of the PS5 update, which I still haven't played it yet because I've been playing other review copy games. But I can actually sell this. Or if for some fucking reason, Sony's servers completely go down and they get shut down and all that stuff, you know, anything happens. I own this game until I sell it or give it to somebody else. Unless Digital they have copies. DRM that doesn't yeah. any online play. That's true. However, yep. well, hopefully the case would be that if before they shut down, they circumvent and get rid of that DRM. But that's a whole other thing. That's, <laughs> that's, what, com- whole, that's what companies do. Hey, we're about to lose our only thing that's profitable, and we're just going to do one last benevolent thing because as a billion-dollar company, we're only known for our benevolency. It's actually <laughs> been known to happen. So, like, it, it actually has publishers, happened. Publishers. Publishers. Yes. Publishers. Not not but, not a full which on, is like, one I can of the totally nice things about GOG.com is they are DRM it's free. They're yes. DRM free. They are DRM free. And most most PlayStation Xbox games are DRM free. Like you can as long as that console is set up as your primary console for that account, when you put a game in, you can go on completely sans internet connection and play a game. Or I could actually like when I set up my PS5, I could have just completely not connected to the Internet and played games. You get them exactly how they came out. So no day one patches or anything like that, fixing any of the bugs, which now is a common occurrence for every video game to have day one patches. But you can play without them. Whereas if it's a digital game, uh, especially something for PCs, I mean, that's the big thing. Like my desktop doesn't have a fucking optical drive on it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> my my macbook pro doesn't any laptop that we have in this house doesn't have an optical drive on it like i don't have a computer with a dvd drive or a cd drive in it at all anymore i do Chris too. Does. i do <laughs> <laughs> i have one my, i have my one laptop. I, I think i've got a yeah i've got my old desktop that doesn't work anymore with a with a dvd drive in it right back there oh, you're fine you can you in the back that corner yeah <laughs> i could easily just that. drop it in but yeah. I'm just saying, like, I don't have one that actually has it in and you can't get you like digital copies. That's a problem. That's that's a huge issue. And this is now finally shining a big light because the PlayStation 3 was a 
it wasn't like the best selling console of all time, but it actually was a really big seller. Well, it was also the biggest one with the biggest digital only library because it was the first one that really embraced the uh, actual network store. We had, you know, yep. obviously PS2 when they took PS2 servers down and stuff like that. Everyone's just kind of like, no, my SOCOMs. My but, Final uh, Fantasy. Uh, it, yeah, uh, but uh, uh, PS3 going away, much bigger. And, yeah. you know, it's definitely going to have some massive impact. Now, obviously, they've taken down a lot of the multiplayer servers and stuff like that. So anyone actively using it, it's probably minimum. But um, if you're still renting movies for some reason from PlayStation Store or anything like that, no more. It's done. Chris, there is like one component that is not <laughs> that is not regularly used or that, that is regularly used on that computer. And that's even still iffy. <laughs> <laughs> for it to be 10 years old that case that computer's realistically three years old yeah three and a half There's... years old if you consider the fact of when you actually bought it three years old from when you finally got it put together what yeah i digress <laughs> my other favorite thing is that hey, well, got, these new so got the original hard too. drive case yeah. cd-rom drive it's, i mean that's the brain the you know it's fans. Still, yeah no it's not the brain <laughs> <laughs> It is the long distance memory or long distance, long term long memory, long term memory. And as we all know, you can function perfectly fine without a long term memory. <laughs> Memento was a great movie. <laughs> it was. 51st Dates. Great movie. <laughs> all right. Uh, next, uh, EA has added 60 plus games to Game Pass. I mean, they're older games. They're not going to give you brand new ones, but... They added a bunch of games to Game Pass. So Game Pass still continually building their library of games to make it so that you know that Game Pass is the best value in video games. Oh, yeah. Like, hands down, best value in video games. Um, where, you're not owning the games anyway, right? Might as well just yeah, pay you're not the owning them. Yeah. You're never owning them, so you might as well just go for a subscription. All right, but what that really brings us to, though, is... Remember how we talked about how March had games for Xbox Games with Gold? Certainly had games, everybody. Yep, it <laughs> Definitely. Had games. It had games. Guess what? It's got games for April, too. <laughs> Xbox Game Pass has Vikings Wolves of Midgar, Truck Racing Championship, Dark Void, and Hardcore Uprising. Those are your We're games that are skies. free with gold. Dark Void was a badass game 15 years ago. <laughs> yes. And two of those are 360 titles. Yep. 360 titles, people. So well, I mean, that, that's that, typically their MO. They, they do two older games and two is, newer yeah. games. That but is that fucking is. bad, though. And it, <laughs> March was really, really bad, too. I mean, like, the only other time that I can imagine a game being released that was worse for free was probably uh, Pro Evolution Soccer on the PS and, PlayStation. And, okay, and they, so, they redid it. They took it go. away. All right, so that brings <laughs> me to the next to the next sub bullet on this. Xbox players are openly protesting online, which they did for March, and it didn't change shit. Sony got open protesting online and immediately was like, "Oh, fuck." <laughs> people don't like soccer <laughs> we thought they did we thought everybody loved soccer well, no <laughs> no they only, do, only one only third of people like soccer that fucks you up the ass oh yes only, this is true only soccer that will only, fuck you up only the one ass. third only one third of the people like soccer <laughs> yes um but and okay so yes <laughs> 
Thank you, Chris. Uh, let's see here. Where Where is that? Because I want to find it. I'm going straight to that, it. Okay, here we go. That's a good segue. Yeah, Chris gave a nice little segue to that. FIFA Ultimate's team investment is a choice, according to EA. How much did it Surprise cost? Mechanics. It's like it's like two grand or something like that in order to be able to get up to that. Or no, sorry. It's 100 something hours and it's 200,000 in in-game currency or something. It's insane to get <laughs> the dream team. And they're like, well, yeah, you could totally do that. And like, it, it's definitely, an, it's so an investment in their terms when they talked about this is literally both definitions of the word. An investment of time, you're deeply invested in playing it, or you can shell out hundreds of fucking dollars to get it as well <laughs> and invest your money. It's Just an like real life. investment yeah. and it's you can, a you can train up You can train <laughs> up your ragtag team, you know, take them to the champions and have that good montage moment. Or you just come here like Scrooge fucking McDuck and be like, this is my fucking team and we're going to take these uh, 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 beagle boys down. And afterwards, we're going to swim through my fucking bank vault full of money. That's right. What was it two weeks ago at SeltzerCon when we were talking about how some EA employees were selling players? Oh, yeah. And oh, that's sorry. why this oh, came right. up, because then, oh, that, God, yeah. then that guy, <laughs> then another guy is like sitting there is like, OK, OK, OK. You guys think that's shit. <laughs> Get a load of this crap. <laughs> Yeah, that's He's bad. like, no, 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 this that's is so fine. Bad. That guy's fired. This is fine. He's stealing our money. Yeah. This is our uh, casino. That brings us to <laughs> fuck EA. Not quite as much as fuck Activision, but fuck EA a little bit. <laughs> just don't buy their games. It's okay. Mm -hmm. you know, just don't buy their games. Uh, <laughs> I'm perfectly fine talking about this next one because even though it is an Activision uh, headline, uh, as long as you don't use in-game currency... They're not making any money off of it. But Apex Legends data miners believe that Titans are finally coming to Apex Legends. Something that they should have done a long fucking time ago in order to differentiate themselves from Fortnite. Because that's the biggest problem that they've had. When you look at when you look at their their player base in comparison to like Fortnite, is that they have to differentiate themselves. They have to have something new and fresh. And yay, it's first person. That's that's it. Well, and no building. Well, I mean yeah, and no pistol. And I think but that's the, that's detracting from certain things that people really like about Fortnite. Digging into mm -hmm. the Titan thing, I think it might just I, be a special character who that's a special ability where Titan drops down, fucks shit up, and bounces. it might be. It might be, but yeah, it's all data mining that they've found info on it, but they haven't been able to link it directly in. But yes, if yeah. it's a special ability, it's also you know, let's finally link it to the big game proper <laughs> that yeah. it's based off of, which is Titanfall <laughs> because that's what this is from. It's, it's from Titanfall, like link it to there rather than, you know, just kind of like making people infer it. I, I honestly wonder how many people that play a video games and play apex actually know that that's part of the Titanfall universe. Nobody would know that unless no. you yeah. really dig into it. <laughs> unless they, they would have no idea. I'm going to read some lore. Oh, this is part of the Titanfall universe? Oh, shit. Why do they keep talking about Titans? Why don't I get to fucking drive a Titan? This is bullshit. <laughs> but <Titan>. yeah. <laughs> Teen Titans? They talk, are they talking about Teen Titans or Nissan Titan pickup trucks? Like, Could be those? a Nissan Titan pickup truck. <laughs> or it could just be the Titans, in which case they're run by Nightwing. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, uh, in additional free-to-play news, Rocket League Sideswipe is coming to mobile. 
It's an interesting concept. It's funny. <laughs> and, you know, they're already free to play. What else are you going to fucking do? When you have games like uh, a Border or Battlegrounds, uh, PUBG making like yeah. $7 million every five minutes or some stupid shit, and Genshin Impact just like printing money because they're like, look at this waifu. Why can't they be like, hey, you know what? Drive this car, give us money to make it look cool, and literally just rub your fingers all over your screen. And people are going to be like, fuck yeah, pick my nose and just do mm-hmm. that. That's going to be great. So it's crazy that, you bring maybe. up Genshin Impact in that, Jason, because Genshin Impact Segways, surpassed man. $1 billion, <laughs> $1 billion with a B, with and this is U.S. dollars. This is not like, this is not like, oh, it's, it's like yen or what, it's like what, what's, the chi- what's Chinese currency? Yuan. Yuan. Uh, it's, it's not Yuan either. Uh, this is $1 billion U.S. dollars. In mobile alone, <laughs> in mobile six alone. months, just in mobile, one billion dollars. And what was it that we said? It cost two hundred million dollars to develop the game, and it's going to cost two hundred million dollars a year in order to run it. They funded this game for five years and six months from <laughs> mobile alone. This doesn't include PC and PlayStation. And I remember because the those protests of this been... game at like conventions in China. Oh yeah, like, because now, it looks so much. Breath of Wild knockoff. Yeah, it oh, looks so much like Breath of the Wild. So they got screamed at at E3 even when they yeah. uh, did mm-hmm. the little trailer here. People were like crawling all over it, being like, "Fuck that bullshit!" And now everyone's just like, "Fuck that bullshit!" It's with my money. Yeah, with take my, my money. Bullshit. Give me all my shit. And it's it, how, as we talked about. It's not Breath of the Wild. It is a completely different game. They go in a completely different narrative fun situation, fun and it's fucking yeah. awesome. It's a yeah. great game. Play it. It's free. But Play yeah. it. Don't buy anything. Just don't buy anything. <laughs> you are allowed to spend. We've talked about this. You are allowed to spend up to sixty dollars. True. That is Especially it. if you yeah. enjoy it. Especially it if is you enjoy a, it. It is that game is worth sixty bucks. Like that. If someone came up to me and said, "Hey, Genshin Impact, that game, like just came out last week. It's sixty dollars. Is that worth it?" I'd be like. Yes, go buy that game. That is a good game. But I didn't spend any money, and I'm, I'm happy. I've, Eric spent. I've money. spent like twenty bucks. <laughs> He's happy. So and that's what matters. Yeah. Yep. But like you can you can go up to sixty, and that's where I'd say beyond that, then you're you know. Yeah, you toss in a thousand bucks at rolls and you're just Fuck, yeah, you're yeah. 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 Do not drop hundreds of dollars on a single fucking banner, please, for the love of God. <laughs> all right uh tiger woods uh who i i still haven't seen any news as to whether or not he's going to be able to walk normally again well anyways he's signed a deal with 2k it's like a 10-year uh video game likeness deal so we've now gone full circle of tiger woods is a pariah well tiger woods is at the top then he's a pariah for everything that he did then he's redeeming himself and he's back up here on top, and I'm pretty certain that we're going to find out some information about that car accident that's going to make him a pariah again. <laughs> that, that whole thing's going to get washed out. <laughs> I was really excited because, you know, that was my one of my favorite. Tiger Woods uh, uh, 2005, best golf sim game ever made on the planet. It was a good game. It was a really good golf game everything in that i remember having uh playing with my roommates at the time and we had like 
uh, um, tattoos all over our bodies that you could customize everywhere. We'd hack into each other, hack into each other's account, but and just like draw penises, tattoos all over each other's <laughs> faces. You could change the color of the grass to whatever you wanted. Oh man, that game was just a blast and a half to play around with. And then Tiger Woods, you know, got all his bullshit going on and they removed him. And ever since then, every single other golf game has just been like boring bullshit. And it's not a matter of like them even being good. Like they're just like this isn't a fun golf game. Like like just bring back the the um the platform and how it works, and we can have fun again. Instead, they're just like no no no, we got to make it different because this isn't well, Tiger anymore. That's EA too. Exactly. That's EA. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why I'm just like when I saw Tiger's coming back, it's like good. Maybe they can be like, hey, let's bring back the full nostalgia like boner and, and be like, here's the, the game that you know and love from 15 years ago, 16 years ago, Jesus. Well, but that's EA. And I know. I'm just. <laughs> I want it. Steal it now. Uh, the I question, the, the big question is, is can 2K bring us back to that? Right. Because it's a completely what, different development company, everything. So, yeah, yeah we'll have to enough. wait and see. We'll, we'll wait and see if they're close enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. Going into PC news. Samsung has found a way to cram 512 gigabytes of RAM onto a single dim <laughs> not not an ssd a ram stick the dim <laughs> <laughs> that'll allow you to open that single second tab on chrome <laughs> no no chrome's got better with memory management three tabs <laughs> but Apparently that's going to take go into full effect with Alder Lake processors, which I think is like three generations away from Intel whenever they finally get down to seven nanometer. (laughs) Um, So (laughs) I guess we'll see that eventually. But looking at that fucking stick of RAM that they have, like it is just packed with memory chips dude that was the most like check it out online seriously guys like it it was the most sci-fi bullshit i've ever seen like if this was like a 1980s movie and someone would be like there's a robot over there and they went over to like what was obviously a mannequin and inside was just a bunch of tubes and like random shit this would have been the random shit that would have been like here's his brain you know just been like that was the most (laughs) sci-fi shit i've ever seen of like a, a 1980s like Old, old school movie. It was fantastic. <laughs> <Love> it. <laughs> All right. Uh, Microsoft Flight Sim has continued to prove how awesome its real life prowess is. <laughs> and how did they do this? Well, people that were flying over the Suez Canal over the last weekend were able to do flybys of a fucking tanker <laughs> carrying a bunch of shit stuck sideways in the canal. <laughs> I thought that was a mod, but I no, don't put it's, it past no, Microsoft either. No, because... The, the, okay, so the great thing shit. is we've talked about it, that Microsoft yeah, has Microsoft done... Will. They've added in, like, active weather, so you could fly yeah. into active hurricanes. Yeah. So, yeah, no, that was actually added in because it's just seen from space. <laughs> like, <laughs> they just get shots. Boom, boom, boom. There we go. Boom, it's all updated. Update. There we go. <laughs> Update. It's so fucking awesome. <laughs> I mean, it just got released, didn't it? I mean, I thought I read that it just it just got released oh, yeah. like got pushed out. Yeah. yeah, yesterday morning or this morning. Yesterday morning, I think it was. Yeah, I think yesterday morning. Yeah, yeah with the high tide. Yeah, it finally got shit. released. After That's holding been one of the up best memes this year so far too. Oh that, god, that what are you doing, fantastic. Step Excavator? 
<laughs> Some of those memes are just fucking prime. And the route that it took to get in the canal drew a big ass dick. That one, I, I want to know if that was like planned. Was it so, planned? No, I don't. So, I don't so think there's multiple planned, stories it was just around like, that. There's multiple stories. Yeah, Luke's got a question of what's the person. story behind the ship. And it wasn't. It wasn't somebody like deliberately doing it. That was somebody that was told that they had to wait, and that was the pattern that they did. Yeah. Not that the uh, evergreen just ever really did. Yeah. did that. You know, type well, thing. Well, but I wonder which though, came if, out because if, it got stuck. Well, so I wonder though if they actually drew the dick as part of their hold pattern, just because they're like blah 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 blah, and then they went like they did a bunch of stuff and they were still having to hold, and then they drew the dick or something like that, or. They came up, went down, they came back around, came over, then they're like, can we get in? No, we can't. Okay, let's loop right around. Let's come back around. Like, because I haven't mm-hmm. seen, I haven't think seen an actual drawing of it. Right. Think think about when yeah. you're pacing, like it, when you're on the phone and shit like that, and you're like walking around like your backyard, you're living yeah, like I, that. Yeah, I, I, yeah. <laughs> I always walk in the shape of a dick. Yeah, I always walk in the shape of a dick. We're subconsciously mm, you know. always drawing dicks. I mean, that's just how it is. That's life. It took us 30 minutes to walk to the wing place, which is a 10 minute walk because we were continually walking in the path of dicks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dick yeah. path. Yep. Um, Dick so path. <laughs> to answer some of the questions we're getting in our uh, uh, Twitch stream, because we're on, we're live on Twitch for all you podcast listeners. Um, you, the the story of the ship is that a massive shipping container, and I didn't have an idea on how massive this shipping container is oh, until I saw someone huge. until I saw someone make the comparison that finally to a huge nerd that I am made the comparison that this is actually a hundred to one hundred fifty meters larger than the USS Enterprise from Star Trek. Like, it's <laughs> fucking big. Wait, wait, the initial Enterprise or the D? <laughs> the, the one from Next Generation, TNG. The it's D? Than, Jesus. Yes. <laughs> so it's bigger than that. So it's just like, yeah, okay, this is a giant fucking ship than what the entire uh, uh, cast and crew of uh, Enterprise was on. And that, I think it's uh, like four times the size of like the largest cruise ships. It's gigantic, oh, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's, massive. It's, it's, a, it's a thick boy so what happens like is probably shouldn't that, have gone in this canal <laughs> there's, two th- there's two things about it and you know what i love about this is i get a tons of news sources from memes anymore and this is just fantastic to me so uh, um there's two things when you go into the canal you're you as a captain are no longer like piloting your ship you have to hire a tugboat to bring you on through that's the same with almost any yeah. canal or anything like the mm-hmm. panama they do that, like that in the panama canal you have a and special like that. guy that's just like i'm your expert i'm gonna guide you through this entire fucking thing <laughs> did the expert drink that day and the, the, well, since the Suez Canal is one of the easiest ones, it doesn't really require a whole lot. And as long as you don't fuck up royally, no one's going to care. Well, here's a case point where the guy just fucked up royally and nobody knows if he well, was actually even at the helm. And there was a huge uh, storm going through. So there's like hold but dust, low visibility and high right. winds. There was low, it was low, disability, low visibility. And then there was uh, uh, not mudslides, but just that the shore was a little bit more closed in than it usually is. And that just caused yeah, the boat to catch. Yeah, because it's very sandy. Yep, just cause the boat to catch and just perfectly and then just proceed to go. You know, you got this massive ass canal. ship that's <laughs> not very aerodynamic, with a bunch of containers with high winds. Uh, oh, yeah. That's a big fucking they, wall. They never dropped anything. They never broke anything. That's anything, actually the yeah. amazing part. There's amazing All those containers that went are on still here. strapped. Hi, Reyna. <laughs> yeah, those containers are things. still strapped on. It is yeah. it is nuts to see. Um, but yeah, the the memes on it are are freaking great. Uh, but yeah, um, 
Okay, <laughs> we'll move on because we still got a fucking half a page of notes. All right, uh, Netflix has said that they're launching 40 anime in 2021, which is great on multiple fronts because apparently it's going to probably help Sony's acquisition of Crunchyroll, which is being held up due to uh, what they think might be Monopoly setups because of the fact that they own Funimation and they don't want one company to have a monopoly in Western civilization for anime. So it's good news on many fronts, uh, especially considering the fact that realistically Warner Brothers is just inclined to drive Crunchyroll down the fucking toilet if they can't do anything with it because they've been trying to sell it. uh, And yeah, it's just, it's just not going anywhere. (laughs) Uh, And this acquisition needs to happen regardless. So fingers crossed that it actually happens, but I can't wait for more anime from Netflix because as we've been, we've already watched one anime which started out as a nine and ended up as a seven. And we're moving on to another one for our, for the next one for crunch or for uh, for cutscene. Spoiler is probably going to do the exact, exact same, same thing. thing. But <laughs> it might not. It, yeah. yeah, it might. Okay, okay. I've watched I've watched too. a few episodes or not of this anime. I've watched B plus B squared B sharp. What are the fuck we watching? Be the beginning. Be the beginning. Uh, um, B movie. I haven't watched uh, that one, but I have watched. What uh, is the uh, deal with assassins? <laughs> What's the deal with all the anime? <laughs> Why, Why am I wearing stripes? Okay, 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 okay. We already so made enough of these Jerry Seinfeld <laughs> jokes on cutscene. <laughs> Anyway, no more. <laughs> there's been plenty of Netflix anime that I've watched over the years, and all of them always just kind of like. Hiff. Like they all pitter out really quick. Yeah, um, I did watch like I finally watched Alice in Borderland, which is a live action Japanese uh, TV show that they have on Netflix. And it's fucking great. If you haven't watched Alice in Borderland, you should watch that. Some of their live action stuff's pretty good. That would have made an awesome anime because it would have been way more brutal. And it like that show's already pretty brutal with the deaths because it's basically like an isekai meets uh meets battle royale type setup for it um but it's fucking i loved it i thought it was great i can't wait for the second season but yes more anime on netflix we need it um and actually the the starts really great and peters off at the end is a studio wit problem fair (laughs) which is a big studio they work with written yes (laughs) they they need to hire a whole different writing team because they come up with great concepts they start out good and then studio what pitches on this idea okay cool um we're gonna have these guys write it but can you still do the animation cool 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 can, cool. can we like make it like really cool looking at sometimes yeah can we also make yeah. it look really shitty sometimes okay, okay. But, i mean that's how anime <laughs> is right you can't have anime without it looking amazing and then garbage <laughs> although that's how it is on all cartoons let's let's be honest yep. there yeah all right uh ghost tsushima is becoming a movie awesome the first video game movie adaptation i actually honestly could be kind of excited for if they do it right yep. i think that that could be a lot of fun. well especially considering who's going to direct it in which case it's john wick's director chad stahunsky Stahelski? Oh I, I don't know how you pronounce his name. Doesn't matter. But yeah, yes, it's it's totally. I can't wait. Uh, the voice actor says that he wants to do the the actual uh, acting as 
the ghost of Tsushima. And he's cool with butt nudity. Why is that in there, Chris? (laughs) 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 Proving that Chris can write almost anything in the podcast notes, and I will read it just out of spite if I have to. (laughs) He did say that. He's like, I want to play it. He did say that. Fully cool with full butt nudity. You have to go in the uh, the springs. You have to go in the springs. springs, Hot springs. Hot springs is what it's all about. Yeah. But uh, I I like the idea because, like, as much as the voice actor did a phenomenal job for the game, uh, you know, transitioning from voice acting to an actual actor is obviously super hard. I would love the idea of having, like, a normal actor and stuff like that take on the role, except for the butt scenes. And they just have the voice (laughs) actor come in and be like, here's my job. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, this guy looks kind of different. All right, all right. All right, okay, nice he's getting in there. You get ready to take the towel off. Okay, cut. Butt double. Butt double. You know why voice this guy in the video game? Shut up, butt double. Get in the Wait, wasn't that a wasn't that a friends thing? Wasn't yeah, Joey was. a butt double? Joey, Joey was a butt Boom, double. Boom, another reference. <laughs> also old. Nineties TV also was the best old. TV. Yes. <laughs> Although the butt double, I think, was in the 2000s. But that's beside the point. It's still a nice right. TV show. All right. GameStop is now selling additional PC hardware. So before, they were selling, like, headsets and webcams and keyboards. And that's what that was their main argument for them being an essential business during the very start of the pandemic. It kind of pissed off a lot of people. But now, they're actually selling hardware. And shocker, the 30 series sold out almost immediately. <laughs> Prove that they had it at all. Dude, they <laughs> sent it. They, it sold out so fast. Thank you, Pula, for the peaches. <laughs> they, it sold out so fast. They sent out an email blast about it when it went live and then had to send out a correction. Sorry, we're sold out. <laughs> <laughs> like that's how quick it was because then we're like oh shit people are gonna read this like an hour afterwards and they're not gonna be able to get anything so yeah uh well i mean you know they're like okay. hey these things are pretty hot right now why don't we just sell them too we can make some money and quick cash i would like Please. to announce that i beat it first.com is selling uh 30 series graphics cards please go to i beat it first.com and search at any page and you'll find it eventually. No, go just, for it. You, just go keep for looking. It. It'll be fine. Uh, wait, wait, it's uh, actually it's update, an Easter egg update, hunt. Update, update. It's sold no, out. no, no, no update yet. No, sh- no, no. They're, they're no still there. Yet. They're still there, Chris. They're let's, still there. Let's get oh, the traffic. They're let's get the traffic still first. there. <laughs> and it's it's our Easter special. It's an Easter egg Easter hunt. special. <laughs> <laughs> totally going to be updated on April first for no other reason. There's no I, reason that that would happen. No reason. I don't know what you're talking about. Nope. None whatsoever. All right. In in 100%, they they say that this is 100% unrelated news. Reggie fils is leaving the GameStop board of directors <laughs> after only one year. <laughs> he bought a bunch of stock. He got it to $400. He was like, fuck. fuck. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing else I can do. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Done. But yeah, Reggie fils uh, I guess he's gonna retire again. Of course, Dude, until he, he gets had, bored he after had like to six get a months. Signing bonus. He had to get a signing bonus. Probably minimum ten thousand shares. Like minimum. It had to oh, yeah. be higher. And then just, just shares. And then been able and, to sell them all. Yeah. And then like hit five hundred, and he's just kind of like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> like you'd be you'd be an idiot to not to be like, yes. I just made five hundred million dollars in like 
a year. Like, I'm done. I, I'm not to mention done. he was making CEO money at Nintendo right. for 10 plus years. And right. as we know, CEOs apparently can fire a thousand people within a year and get two hundred million dollar bonuses. Activision. Fuck Activision. <laughs> That's, that's, that's your, your midway reminder to fuck Activision. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Steam Next Fest to, is, a, is going to be a direct competition to the new online E3 that we talked about on the last podcast. Mm. Yay. Mm. There's actually so mm. many of them now that it's watered down and it's really hard to figure out what's going to be where. And it's also extremely hard to figure out where you're going to get your news. A hundred percent. Like oh, yeah. really hard to figure that out. You know where you uh, can get I your news? Like I beat it first. <laughs> <laughs> we do the hard work for you, so you don't have to. We do it. We eat the curry, so you don't have to. Uh, but we're not eating curry this year. No. Again. Sad. Sad panda. I'll make soon? some curry. Soon? With our soon. vaccines? I, I, I just bought a bunch of curry, too. So I'm yeah. ready to make but, some. But soon, we may just go to California yeah. to get curry. <laughs> <laughs> hand to God. Hand to God. If we were to be like, hey, guys, it's Friday, 4 o'clock. Just fucking go get curry. I'd be like, so dude, down. I'm 100% down to dr- to leave my fucking house at 6 a.m. on a Saturday, get to L.A., eat dinner or eat lunch, eat curry, and then drive back. <laughs> I'm fine <laughs> with that. I will do a 10-hour round trip just to get Coco Ichibanya. <laughs> They're opening one in San Diego if you wanted a different change of venue, too. Yeah. Mm, it's partial to K-Town. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just yeah. saying. I'm just there. They are opening one I, in, I would, in well, San Diego. Though, I'd be yeah. more down. I'd be more down, Eric, to drive out there, eat curry, go eat at like Tobang or something like that as well for dinner. Oh, pass the fuck yeah. out. Pass the fuck out in the street in K Town because who's gonna fuck with it? And then wake up, eat more curry, <laughs> then go home. The, the only no, no, three missing, white people in K Town. Crucial step. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, the HMS bounty. Well, the HMS bounty. bounty is where we get really drunk. Yes. Well, yeah, exactly, and that's why we're passed out because street. I mean, yeah. who's gonna fuck with these three fat white guys? You know, <laughs> passed out in L.A. They're braver than you if they're just passed out downtown yeah. in L.A. K Town. They know they know how to fuck. That's what's okay. going on right there. <laughs> Look, here's <laughs> the one question hey, hey. though. You guys want to go to karaoke? Uh, sure. <laughs> Fuck you guys. I tried to get you to go to karaoke multiple times while we were there. No one was well, drunk no, no, enough no. yet. No, I'm talking about no. people poking us on the street when we're passed out. Vegas oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Karaoke. What's but, the name of the bar right there? Like the uh, Pharaoh's Lounge or whatever? Yeah. yeah. The question is, is, will we actually make it out of the HMS Bounty alive if we do that? Because we've talked about how that place looks like it's haunted and it's also really sketchy. That might be the one trip that we go down into the basement to go to the bathroom and never come back. So we go there, in the basement. we have curry, we record at HMS Bounty because we talked about doing that two years ago because that would be just prime time. And they totally the let us do it. the servers and the bartenders to sit down yeah. with us because they would totally do it and be like, hey, you're live on a podcast right now. Tell us about your drink specials. And they'd be like, well, you can have a can of Tecate and a shot of whiskey for five bucks. Five like, bucks. Thank you. <laughs> so we're going to do a round. Take ten. <laughs> you guys laugh. That's legit the special that has been the special every time we've gone to HMS Bounty. A can of Tecate and a shot of whiskey for five dollars. And it is warm well whiskey. Horrible and I mean whiskey. like oh, yeah. the warmest Horrible. of well whiskey. <laughs> 
but it's still whiskey and it's doesn't matter after three bucks. doesn't matter after three it barely matters 20 bucks after the you're first having one a, 20 bucks <laughs> you're having a great night oh yeah you buy their their cheese roll-ups whatever that are just obviously tortillas and and cheese and melted by some guy in the back who gives a shit in like, a microwave <laughs> i just i've already eaten a shit ton of curry i'm full as oh, fuck so much curry <laughs> i don't care give me the calories <laughs> all right uh, ex-Bethesda game developer Ikume Nakamura is now opening up her own indie studio. And you're asking yourself, why does this name sound familiar? Because she's well, this the best is girl. The, yeah, this is the best girl that blew up E3 2019 when they released Ghostwire Tokyo, or when they announced Ghostwire Tokyo, which still hasn't come out yet. Um, <laughs> but... She's awesome. And one of the best blurbs that I read from that article with the interview was that she considers herself a real life female Deadpool. <laughs> that's how that's how crass and awesome her humor is. And that just made me love her more and more. Yes. <laughs> so hopefully we'll see some good games come out of that because. Yeah, she was the one spearheading Ghostwire and she left Ghostwire just out of just straight up like anxiety and just overworking herself and stress and everything like that. But that game, when they, when they were showing it off and their overall vision, like that was all her vision. So I can't wait to see more from her, you know, sometime in the future, yep. whenever we get a game. <laughs> Who thought her presentation went really bad. So coworker said, no, look at the internet. Look at the, all these tweets. Everyone yeah. fucking loves you. Everyone loves you. Yeah, she thought that she, like she was stammering, and she thought that every she thought that everyone was gonna be making fun of her, and then she gets on. And she's like, "Wow, yay!" <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, because Luke is talking about Discord, um, let's talk about the fact that Discord is now trying to decide whether or not to go public or sell themselves to Microsoft for $10 billion. Why would Microsoft want that? Oh, because Teams sucks. That's why. <laughs> yep. Teams is teams, fucking horrible. Teams, Skype, MS Messenger. Uh, <laughs> how many do they have? They all fucking suck. All of and them. And TikTok, Teams is fucking horrible. Like, well, this... Let yeah, what you. fucking happened with all that? I I never even like saw the end of that TikTok bullshit. But yes, uh, they really want to buy them for obvious reasons. One, I I don't really think that they would be able to do direct Xbox integration into that, just because Dis Discord's like it's like its whole fucking thing. I don't even think you could put like Slack in, and Slack would be easier to do than Discord. But uh, having that be something that is actually like a hub for everybody on Xbox to go into Discord and maybe easily link, who knows, that would be something really great. I personally think that they should go public. And I oh, love yeah. the fact public would be amazing. that both Discord and Slack are both byproducts of video games that ended up really shitty and never saw the light of day, but they realized that they had a really good chat system. <laughs> so I hope that they don't sell. I hope that they go uh, public um, and do that. There is also rumors or, or at least like wants people really want, uh, want Sony to buy discord for some fucking reason. I don't know. 
I don't think that it, I don't think that a major company buying it would make any sense, especially Sony because they're not actually in the office environment. It makes sense for Microsoft again because Teams sucks. Like Teams is bad. <laughs> it's so bad that my wife's company has Teams and it's it's like integrated into all the stuff they have and you know what they fucking use instead? Zoom. <laughs> because Teams sucks. <laughs> They pay extra to use a different service so they don't have to use Teams for their video conferencing. Let that sink yeah. in. Teams is garbage. Mm -hmm. Absolute garbage. Uh, and continuing with uh, Microsoft Teams news, speak. even though that wasn't really Microsoft <laughs> news, but we, hey, Teams sucks. Uh, <laughs> Microsoft also, oddly enough, quietly rebranded Xbox Live. That was weird. Was just like Very stealthily. Mm -hmm. Xbox Live is now Xbox Network. And I don't know why. Coming soon. Next uh, Xbox Fiber Internet. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Microsoft should buy TeamSpeak. <laughs> I mean, he's not oh. wrong. <laughs> thank, I use TeamSpeak for Microsoft games more than I did for any kind of Xbox chat for the longest fucking time. Oh, that was the only way I talked to anybody over Halo forever. Oh, yeah. Forever. All right. But yeah, I don't know why they did the change. They actually haven't like really released a whole lot other than Xbox Live is now Xbox Network. And then that's it. Look at these hands. That's it. <laughs> Very interesting. Very interesting. Oh, uh, Raina says she uses Teams at work all the time, and I bet she fucking hates every goddamn day <laughs> that she has to use it too. All right, uh, okay, this one's funny. I love this one. Crypto miners have found a way to fool the uh, the crypto mining limiters that are implemented into the NVIDIA uh, drivers. Not because they have broken drivers, which we talked about how NVIDIA released a driver, a beta driver that accidentally got rid of that limiter. That's beside the point. No, you can buy a $6 dummy HDMI plug, <laughs> plug it into an HDMI port. The computer thinks that it's got a monitor plugged in and it releases the floodgates. <laughs> so prime. Yep. Oh, it's so, it's so prime. <laughs> Hey, hey, let me spend $18. Actually, no, let me spend $180 to make $180 million or $180,000. <laughs> I mean, that's like troubleshooting 101. It was just like, hey, mine works over here and it's plugged into my computer. Really? That's strange because I didn't do anything different to yours in a computer. Mine's not working in my mining rig. Oh, uh, what's the, the first, difference? Yeah, the I first card did. in this mining mm -hmm. rig. Works perfectly fine, but all the other ones don't. I don't get it. Well, so the the thing is, they actually got clued in by that borked uh, beta driver. So good job, NVIDIA, for tipping <laughs> the fucking hat to them. <laughs> they looked at that beta driver and they were like, wait a second. <laughs> that's all it is. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> uh, let's it's hear, uncrackable uh, unless we plug something in. It's but well, it's software uncrackable. Software uncrackable. Yeah. Software yeah, uncrackable. They're still not wrong. Hardware. They're still not wrong. Different story. Yes. <laughs> Reasons to have a hardware firewall, everybody. Reasons to have a hardware firewall. <clears throat> um, hey, everybody! Cyberpunk 1.2 has come out. And there was much rejoicing. Yay! That's <laughs> that's, that's literally about yep. all that I'm going to spend on that because the list of changes 
is so fucking long that like sifting through that and trying Dude, to decide so whether or not it's gonna be good is like it's a whole other it's like a I'm job. I'm so glad that they are. I, I'm like again, I think this game got a bad rap. The soundtrack's amazing, 100%. the acting's fantastic, the story's phenomenal. Like I really liked a lot of it. It just yeah. got held back with technical problems and you know, the stress that came from it. So I know for a fact that eventually it's gonna be a great game that'll be very enjoyable to play. Until that time, it's kinda of just like, ah, I don't really feel like putting in the, the time and the man hours into it unless I'm just am bored. And uh, uh until that time pass just hard pass i mean the hard other pass. part of this the story is that like they mentioned that the multiplayer has been you know that's not our new project that we're working on anymore which i'm kind of glad about mm -hmm. but only because i hate multiplayer in that where it's shoehorned into a single player game but i'm not happy because it's the only reason it was canceled is because you're just like fuck we fucked up our single player game so bad that we yeah. did not make a multiplayer one when how long was it uh from when grand theft auto 5 came out to when they finally added grand theft auto online it was like a couple years. A year, it was a few years. years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, was, it was a, it was a few while. Years. It was just, like, same thing with Red, same thing with Red Dead. You know, it took it took a while until online was ready to go because they're just like, now nah, we want to make the game good. In Red Dead and Grand Theft Auto, yeah, Red Dead took less time. Games. Red Dead took a year. That's the one you think Red Dead. I think Red Dead took less than a year, but it was close to it. Yeah, and Grand Theft Auto Online took I think two to three years. And if I honestly, the reason why I think it took less than a year though was because they'd already laid the groundwork with Grand Theft Auto Five to ensure that they're going to have a stable thing. Then it's all just balancing out the game itself. Having the architecture is one thing, and then having you know an actual game is a whole other set all right uh all right uh okay so we talked about how microsoft's th they they got games <laughs> coming out with games with gold all right sony <laughs> is giving away a crap ton of games whether you have plus or not so that we've already we already had their first deluge of games the second one is giving away horizon zero dawn enter the gungeon the witness subnautica and like four or five other indie titles. And that's just Including go on Moss. your PlayStation, download them. Oh, Moss is fantastic. Two, two of you guys yeah, just uh, Moss, Moss. Yeah, Moss VR, which was which was our top five game of 2018. 18? Yeah. 18. Because 2019, I did have a, I had a VR game in there as well for 2019. Um, for, but yeah, for, it was a, first of all, just first of all, if you're not downloading and playing Enter the Gungeon and Subnautica immediately, you're just fucking Or Horizon. There's first of all horizon, if you haven't played horizon <laughs> yeah if you have a playstation you haven't played horizon you're, you're already an idiot like let's just let's just call it out you're you're just like you you needed to have already played this game but these are two games that probably wouldn't have been on your radar otherwise and enter the gungeon subnautica like just play them play them yeah. like they're, they're just so great that it's worth the time and sure horizon zero dawn is a playstation best so it's 20 bucks yeah but you know what it's a free fucking game that they're just giving out to everybody. Um, but the uh, the other thing, though, is that that's not even their plus games, which we haven't gotten the full lineup. We're apparently getting the full lineup sometime tomorrow on the 31st uh, for North America in EU. But we do know that it at least has uh, uh, the new Oddworld game for PS5. Oh, yeah, that's right. So that's the first one that's that's confirmed is that. But I mean, we go back to March where Microsoft had games <laughs> and Sony gave out Final Fantasy VII Remake. Yeah, I mean, 
<laughs> what does sorry. Sony have that Microsoft doesn't have? Games. Games. How can you prove that these last two fucking months? Yeah. Like, it's just like... All right, so that brings up a whole other thing. Microsoft owns Bethesda now. We talked about that on the last one. Like, it's inked. It's done. Bethesda games are on Game Pass. They could have dropped at least one of those fucking They could have done 76. Like, 76 has been, like, uh, in Skyrim. Yeah, they could have done Skyrim and 76. Because Skyrim, both of them have been $5 games in the past. And you know who'd fucking rejoice? Everybody. Everybody. They'd be like, oh, thank God. You know, some good fucking games. Look at the benefits from Bethesda. This is fantastic. And they would have won. Nobody doesn't own Skyrim already. Just fucking give it away for <laughs> yeah, free. Who gives right. a shit? Nobody wants 76 anymore. Just give it a fuck away for free. Who gives yeah. a shit? So it's just like... You could have done so much more. Like, the, the, I don't understand, like, whatever contracts, there, there has to be contracts out there that are preventing that. Otherwise, it's just like, you drop the ball hardcore on Microsoft. And I could see contracts if it had something to do with, like, the ID, the Xbox ID initiative that's been, like, for years. Like, we, we've gone to, like, some of their, like, drinking, their drink parties up on, like, rooftops and stuff like that at E3. Like, I could Those see the ID at Xbox thing being part of it, but there's no indie games. Like, they aren't even doing indie games to these things. And an easy way to do that is give away an indie game. I don't think they care. I think they just care about Game Pass. <sighs> yeah. You know I mean, what, Chris, that is, you, you that, we, we did talk about that it. of, like, this is, like, their way of pushing people to Game console. Pass. We're not buying our console. We don't give a fuck what you get on that console, because that's not what we give a shit about. Game, Pass, Game Pass. Go buy it on the PC. Yeah, exactly. Good good, good point, Chris. Yep. All right. Uh, okay, I, I guess I'm going to read this exactly as Chris typed it up. <laughs> I think he just did this to fuck with me. Great hugger Brett Johnson acquires majority stake of Glitch Series A, which is a, an in-person esports venue set. I personally have no idea as to whether or not he is a great hugger, though. Chris, do you know he's a great hugger? He is a great hugger. He's like <laughs> one of the best. Is he is he soft and ten, is he soft and tender yet firm and masculine? Yeah, like it's just like and comforting. Oh man, this guy's <laughs> and comforting. Yep. Yes, that's <laughs> All right. So, it glitch is still it, it's a very early stake uh in-person esports system i actually think they would have made a lot more uh headway in 2020 if you know 2020 didn't happen uh <laughs> but they're really it, as far as i know they're ramped and ready to go to move into 2021 and start doing in-person esports events uh in southern california which if they do it they're looking to make it a giant arena that people can go to at any time that's probably going to be empty 90% of the time and probably going to go defunct in a year. But it's a really good idea that unfortunately in practice is probably going to die. <laughs> uh, all right. A uh, bunch of indie games coming to Game Pass. Uh, although I think that this entire thing is a lie because of the second part that Chris put in here. Because they say the Boyfriend Dungeon is coming to Game Pass. Oh, and yeah. Boyfriend Dungeon to, is never coming out. I had to put which that Which means in there. that no indie games are coming to Game Pass. <laughs> if I just read that part, I almost forgot that Boyfriend Dungeon was yeah, listed like, as part I of that. And I'm like, the that's Dungeon fucking lie. <laughs> it's a lie. That game is never coming out, no matter how much I want to play Boyfriend Dungeon and date my sword. <laughs> Well, the game my is never friend. coming out. <laughs> never, ever coming out. Oh my god, we're getting close here. Uh, Microsoft is adding auto HDR to their PC games, which is a feature that they have on the Xbox Series S and Series X. 
which is kind of cool. Yep. If you've got a monitor that supports HDR, so you have to have a newer monitor to do it. But that's, that's an interesting yep. little bit of info to get. So when the gamer plane doesn't have HDR, does it for it? It auto, yeah, it auto processes it for you. The question that I wonder is adding that in, how much CPU or GPU power does that take? All of it. I don't know if it would take too much. Probably all of it. Uh, <laughs> all right. Chris, you can do this very last one because this is the oh. sorry, this is the second to last one. Uh, this is the bright and shining beacon of hope that is out there for 2021 people. This right here that Chris is going to talk about. Just look at this and go, everything's going to be okay. So, like, literally, like, Two minutes before we went live, I was cruising through, found this article where COVID-19 vaccine site in Northern California is closing for two days to host anime events. Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations. 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 Sack Anime is alive You're hosting well anime. in Northern California. Thank you, Sacramento B, for bringing this amazing tidbit of information for us and somehow weaseling your SEO ways into Chris's newsfeed. <laughs> Sacramento's not made for lotus. Sacramento's made for weebs. It is. <laughs> it is. Sacramento is made for weebs. Although San okay, Jose phenomenal. was also made for weebs because that's where the Crunchyroll Expo normally goes. Um, but yes, uh, so the last little bit of information, fuck Activision. Oh, yep. Fuck Activision and don't let some fucking cunt make $200 million in bonus on top of his salary for the year by firing a thousand fucking employees. It's all about the money. It's all about During a time when video game production was actually extremely high. About the money. Get that fucking get that bullshit money. is what it is. All right, who wants to go first? Uh, uh, Eric, you and I have some overlap. Uh, Chris, we do have an overlap game. <laughs> Chris, you go first. Okay, so I did play the last epoch, which is a early access indie uh, action RPG in the style of Diablo and all those kind of games. Diablo is so hot right now. So hot right now. Still hot. Still hot after. God, I can't believe that we've been able to make this same joke for like three years. Because <laughs> it's so hot. So hot right now. So it's been in relaxation for a little bit. So they've made definitely some updates to it. Um, it's about like 35 bucks. It's so there's basically like five different like subclasses you can choose from. And then from those, they each have like three mastery classes. So, I went with one that went with that has the, like a druid. So you have you know your standard like your ranger, your soldier, your uh, pet class, your ranger, and like your mate, your like necromancer kind of class. So like necromancer is one of those uh, master classes. That one, the one I had had the master class of the druid and the beast master, and like another one to so get the pet, which is spirit wolf, and then. As you kind of level up, you get those passive skills where you can add those in. Points that gives you boost of health, boost of strength, or whatever. And then you also have your skills that just kind of unlock as you kind of level up. You get to certain points where now you can add... At certain points levels, you can add a certain skill to like a little slot. And that slot now 
branches out and now you can upgrade that skill which is own skill tree so there's they say like 100 plus skill trees in this game and it's also got time travel aspects to it so like you like the first chapter you're like in the divine area kind of fighting and then you kind of beat the boss and you get this thing and you try the rift try the future where the world's kind of dying now and you try and save it and so there's the different acts that you, I looks like you kind of bounce and back and forth between and kind of fight through so but is this is this game like a single player like Diablo or is it more closer to um Dungeon Siege where you have a group uh single player like Diablo it's 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 a straight okay. up like Diablo style game um okay, which okay. there is also co-op available like you can join in multiplayer with friends kind of like Diablo but it's straight up like Diablo because the game looks gorgeous no last episode. oh yeah I'm having some fun with it right now um it looks like you can play with the controller. I need to still try that. Um, some of my skills look like they would be better used with mouse and keyboard as like you're dropping stuff down and so where your cursor is. So that's a little bit easier than trying to do that with the controller. But moving might be a little bit easier, but it's standard controls with style type of game. So, when okay, to be completely honest, it's actually really hard to mimic how well Diablo oh, did with the yeah. controller scheme. Uh, I mean, Warhammer Chaos Bane does a pretty good job with that, but Diablo is still way better as far as the con the control scheme and the controls overall using a controller. I generally still think that like mouse and keyboard is the is the way to go with all of these. Yeah, like that's so sure you may have you may see like a couple of things that you that might look like they are, but I still think that far superior you're gonna you're gonna get better off playing mouse and keyboard unless they specifically created. A version of it to run with a keyboard or to run with a gamepad that like totally oh, like yeah. Diablo, like Diablo, Diablo 3 was the first game that they finally got it down oh yeah it was just like oh shit this actually works well Before and they that, spent Diablo a lot of time one, Diablo, 2, yeah, Diablo 1 Diablo 2 on the on the console oh, sucked balls like it was just, just unplayable just like, this like this is isn't fun at all yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I I definitely don't worry about playing it with with a controller yeah you can you could just stick with the mouse and keyboard and yes, Reyna, we know that you love Diablo. <laughs> Who doesn't? Yeah. I, I I love Diablo 3. I mean, shit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I I think I and I, I forced myself to stop somewhere in like the 900s on Paragon. And I know that I can go. I know I could have gone into the thousands. But at that point, I'm like, OK, I'm doing way too much. <laughs> just running back and forth across this giant fucking map trying to get into the into the unicorn dimension. <laughs> And to murder cows. <laughs> I mean, who's hyped for the Diablo 2 re-release that they're going to do? I know I fucking am. Like, it's going to be shit awesome. Yeah. Yep. So hopefully that's all going to be fucking great. And all hopefully right. Diablo 4 so, is cool. Kind of looking forward to that. Although, wait, 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 never mind, yeah. never mind. Let's, let's, let's rewind a little bit. Fuck Activision. Yes. Also, <laughs> fuck Activision. Sorry. Don't buy it. If you already own Diablo, you can go ahead and play. You already spent the money. Don't be that idiot that burns his Nike tennis shoes because Colin Kaepernick kneeled for the national anthem. Don't be that moron. They already have your money and they know that they're just going to buy more. You already got Diablo 3? Play it. Want to play Diablo I, I, 3 don't have it? Buy Warhammer Chaos Bane. It's almost just Chaos. as good and it's not it's made by a less evil corporation. <laughs> <laughs> by a less I, also, I also love it's the indie. dichotomy. 
<laughs> I, I love the dichotomy of our podcast. Just like fuck Activision, I can't wait to fucking buy Diablo Two. <laughs> <laughs> and then, oh oh awesome. shit! Activision makes that. Fuck. <laughs> Worst thing, Activision buying Blizzard. Worst thing. Worst yep. fucking thing that ever could have happened. Oh, God. Uh, and yes, Raina, you're right. Reworks do tend to disappoint. However, they've supposedly worked with a bunch of people that like. It's Diablo are, too. They can't. Like, they yeah. Can't. Yeah. yeah. It. I. I think it's. I think you're gonna be fine. I don't think you need to worry about that. All right. Uh, what else you got, Chris? So the other thing I got, which isn't really a game related, but my buddy Ryan Cody, see my background thrown in the she stuff. <laughs> I got my advanced copy from kickstarting that forum yeah, after a long development time. And it's fantastic. So should we, ki- we help soon. with kickstarters with friends. Yep. <laughs> uh, so I got the advanced copy read through that PDF. So the only thing he's got left to do is updating the cover, getting the final cover there and like updating like the kind of thanks and credits and then i think it's going to be and going going to actually print so i'm not sure where you're actually going to be buy it yet but his website is super75studios.com because he had an indiegogo and like a kickstarter that i don't think are active anymore but it's really good i really enjoyed it uh it's kind of somewhat futuristic set on an island with a kind of self-proclaimed ronin kind of trained samurai guy trying to find his way home off the island he got he's got some emotional baggage that will don't give it too much but then there's also he's trying to help in this book he's trying to help out the uh shisha which are these twins who are basically the heirs to the throne try to help this island there's mutants and all that kind of shit going on uh i really enjoyed it it's about 90 so pages so if you're into manga comic books kind of that thing he is a comic book artist so an author and a friend of ours and ryan cody's a really super cool dude as well i've met him a couple of times at phoenix comic-con or sorry phoenix fan fusion as we're supposed to call it and game on too right and game on expo yeah Yeah, we met him at game on expo once too so yeah he's a super cool guy really really nice so uh definitely the ronin and the shisa yep the she shed, the Ronin she shed. and the she shed. <laughs> All right, uh, Jason, how many you got? Three, four? I got four. You got four. Okay, uh, let's. I'll start. We'll move into our our together and then go on. Uh, so I finally bit the bullet and played Dead by Daylight. <laughs> I, I bought Dead by Daylight and played it. Uh, it's definitely a game that you can only play with friends or people that you know that you can yeah. have fun with uh, in which case i played it with uh spooky wagons who is part of team monster squad uh she convinced me to buy it and i had fun playing it it was a, it was an interesting night um so definitely you know thing i don't need to review it or anything like that it was dead by daylight it was it was a fun game to play with friends uh then we also played gang beasts which i'd never played before and i'd seen it multiple times uh, it's actually basically uh, shit. What was the game that you and I played, Jason? To this week? No, no, the one that we played at your house. Uh, F- human Fall Flat. Yeah, Human Fall. It's basically Human Fall Flat Deathmatch. 
that's that's what Gang Beast is. If you haven't played, Gang it. Beast is awesome. Yeah, it's it's horribly floppy physics, um, and you're you're grabbing exactly the same way that you do in Human Fall Flat, and you're trying to throw people off. Uh, again, it's only fun if you're in a voice chat with friends and you're playing it that way. Uh, good pickup. I think I bought it for like four bucks or something like that on on Steam. It was on sale during that time. I don't know if it still is or not. Uh, I also found out that uh what's the largest monopoly game that you've played like number of people six how much of a shit show was six we made it through three rounds okay i played an eight person monopoly which is already a shit show and then we did it on tabletop simulator Tabletop Simulator is my all-time favorite game on Steam. It's it's Period. really good. The, they Period. did a really good job. However, eight fucking people in Monopoly on Tabletop Simulator still can't make like Tabletop Simulator can't save that. <laughs> it was a Tabletop fucking Simulator shit show. Amazing. However, D and D, I've played like the most random card games. I've played like <laughs> stuff that's super gloom, a uh, small world. I've played small games. It's just like I had no idea this even existed. Tabletop Simulator is amazing. This one, the one that we played was a it was a free one. This uh, Dead by Daylight Monopoly, which is an actual uh, Monopoly game that you can get. And it was picture perfect to the actual board game. The cards were great. Everything, the tokens, everything like that was fucking great. As as far as like a way to play Monopoly with friends like across country, I can't recommend playing Monopoly on Tabletop Simulator more. Don't play it with eight people, though, because you're going to want to murder yourselves. We made it through five rounds, I think, maybe six. And then we were like, yeah, this is going to take a real fucking long time. (laughs) And we just ended the game. Uh, (laughs) So I would not recommend that. Uh, One thing that I did play, we have two games that that I played that were review copies that we got. Uh, The first one that was solo for me that I played on Twitch. Uh, so anybody that came in and watched me play it is Paradise Lost. Um, Chris didn't want to play it because he said it was boring when he played the demo. That's, and I be- can 100% see why you thought it was boring. Yeah, the Chris. demo is just like, I'm just walking around doing nothing basically. Song, yes. Some, and that was because, puzzles. yeah, they didn't want to divulge the story. So, Paradise Lost is it's a first person exploring game and it's not even a puzzle game really per se. It's 100% narrative. All that it is. You are going through a story that they've got written up of uh, a kid, like 12 to 14 year old kid making his way into a Nazi bunker in an alternate reality where World War II never ended. The Allies never. So we never got bombed by japan and japan never entered in world war ii from what i gathered from all of the lore that they had in there um and that then kept us on the sidelines the entire time and then europe was just decimated so you're in like 1968 or early 70s they haven't like it it feels like it's somewhere around there you're definitely not in modern times uh and you're a kid that makes his way down into a nazi bunker searching for answers after his mom died uh, and you're 100% all you're doing is going through a narrative on it. 
Um, there's little bits and pieces that you have here and there, but you're basically walking through the bunker and you're going through the steps of grief. How do I know you're going through the steps of grief? Because every chapter is named after a step of grief <laughs> listed in order, denial, acceptance, like all of them, bargaining, you name it. They're, they're all there. <laughs> um, it's a really good story. Uh, there's actually a lot of really deep lore because it's not just Nazis. It's the, it's Polish people. They talk about Russians and actually predominantly the society that you're part of is, is Polish that you find out as you're going through, not Nazis, but it's in Nazi occupation. And there's this whole thing of like Nazi breeding programs and <laughs> keeping the Aryan people that, that come across and getting rid of the other ones and putting them out into the snow. Like it's a whole fucking thing. Um, there's not really a whole lot that you can do to diverge the story. There's a couple of things here and there that you could do to get a little bit of different dialogue. However, at the very end, there's at least three branching paths that you can choose based off of the information that you find out to change the way that, uh, that the story ends for you. Um, I chose to take the path where I stayed there um, and became part of the big machine and guess the world prospered i don't know it like panned out and everything turned green and uh the the thing that i got the achievement that i got on steam was beacon of hope and i'm like okay well i guess i got the good ending <laughs> it's definitely a pretty game for but sure though at least it's it's a very pretty game um and the story is amazing like 100 yeah. story give it a shot hands down is amazing and it is it is a, definitely a good game don't go into it thinking that you're going to fight anything that you're going to get scared by anything that uh you're going to have to run and get away from things it's all just this fucking kid walking slowly through a nazi bunker and uncovering the deep dark shit of his past and his family's past simulator yeah yep and it, it's it's all the story it it's a movie like this actually sure. could make a pretty good movie of like, you know, the the movies that you have where there's only like one or two main characters and literally that's it. And there's no scary shit or anything like that. They're just coming across all this weird shit that happened in an area. And they're like, fuck. You mean like Lake House? Only two characters? Fantastic movie. <laughs> yeah, but movie ever. Keanu Reeves never stuck his dick into the mailbox, which he totally <laughs> should have. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, girl. <laughs> Thanks, Penny Arcade, for that one. <laughs> but if you it, it's actually hands down amazing. And it, it it really skews and it really fucks with the way that I have to grade this because it controlled well. Uh, it actually has some really good mechanics. So normally, like, you go through a lot of those things and you get into the, the mist aspect where it's click and then things just happen and then you wait. In this case, you actually have to kind of, like, to open a door, you have to click and move forward and activate the piece, move back to pull something open, sliding, like exerting yourself and sliding something open. You have to click and slide the mouse to the left. So there's actually some like some pretty good intu intuition that has to go into or intuitiveness that you have to do that you don't. I don't think that I've really seen too much on the PC. Like you see a little bit of a, on the console with the thumbsticks, but it does a lot of that. Uh, and really something to kind of keep you from just being like point click watch story unfold 
click, click. Uh, and there is a lot of like, you'll miss a lot of stuff if you don't pick up a lot of the, the random papers that are strewn about, um, which I did the first half as really bad Nazi uh, German accents. Uh, some some being like this, and you need to talk like this, and then <laughs> others being like, yeah, and then we need to go and kill all the Germans, <laughs> like that. And then I found out that apparently it's much better and easier on my voice to just narrate everything as strong bad. <laughs> because then, surprisingly, all of the weird fucked up science shit that happens in that of what they're doing. And then when they go into the fanatic cult bullshit, everything legit sounds like it would come out of strong bad. <laughs> That's amazing. So, <laughs> okay. I, so we are going to definitely hang up with the cheat and decide to gas these people over here. <laughs> oh, one hundred percent. Like it was, it was going down like that. Smevity and everybody, people kept popping into the stream, and they just sit there for a second. They're like, "Oh my god, these voices!" Like I, I can't stop laughing. <laughs> and I'm like, "Well, it, it works." Strong bad, strong bad. Nazi fucking general, Polish weird, uh, fanatic cult. David Koresh shit. You know, see, Smeb's like it was amazing. <laughs> Believe um, it. Absolutely strictly because of story like again I'm, I'm not grading this on any type of gaming mechanics or anything like that it's it's a it's a solid eight and a half nine out of ten like it is a really it's a really good story um granted i figured out you know 30 minutes into the game that i was talking to an ai construct and there was a little bit of a twist but really it was still basically an ai construct um but it, it is a very good game. Like once you get past the, I know that the end result is an AI construct and then you figure out the reason why it's an AI construct and all the other shit that goes on. It's actually really, really good. So I highly recommend buying it. It's like $13 or something like that on Steam. It's not expensive. Again, we got it for free. It was a review copy that we got from Evolve. Um, but it is, it's definitely like a, a recommended play. It's only like four hours. Spend your time, pick up all the pieces of paper, read everything, listen to all the, the audio records that are in there, and you'll get a really fucked up story. <laughs> like a really fucked up story. <laughs> um, next is a game that Jason and I played on stream together. We figured out a really fucking weird ass way that we could both get our cameras on with green screens onto the stream. I, I don't know how I figured that out when I was half my whiskey like <laughs> deep into that. And then suddenly like, wait, I got an idea. I think we can do this. <laughs> um, Chris didn't show up because Chris doesn't like doing yeah, things. Nope. Chris just ghosted us on Friday night, which to be honest, Jason ghosted me for a half an hour. Because <laughs> I was playing the game. I had no he's idea like, that you were He's even like on. sitting there playing the game. I messaged on Slack. I'm like, hey, I'm ready. I'm at the designated time that I told you I would be here. Ready to stream any minute now. I told you. I was like, I'll be ready to play tonight. 830 sounds great. And it was yeah. like 9 o'clock. I'm just like, I'm Never just fucking, fucking shows up. <laughs> <laughs> then... Nine o'clock rolls around and I legit go, all right, he's got two more fucking minutes and I'm just going to play something. I'm going to go downstairs and watch something. And boom, he's, he pops in. I'm like, okay, you got so fucking lucky, dude. But we played, we played this game. God, was it three hours? 
four. We played four, till like one a.m. Man. Yeah, we Jeez. four hours. We played totally reliable delivery service, and we delivered a lot more packages than I thought we were going to. We did actually pretty good, even with how much we were fucking around. And it uh, to be fair, totally totally reliable de- delivery service. Can't even say the title is another like a human fall flat title where it's just like you know wonky physics and stuff like that. You're grabbing shit, and it's all just kind of like trying to drive all the different vehicles that are out there that are available, and they have everything available from like jet skis all the way up to rocket ships. Like it's just like (laughs) you can find whatever you want to. And prop planes. Don't forget prop prop planes. planes, (laughs) uh, Umbrellas with propellers in them. Like the most ridiculous. Oh, that umbrella is actually pretty dope. I'm not going to lie. To deliver boxes from point A to point B in the most ridiculous way possible. And fish. And fish. Mm -hmm. And fish. You can actually slap each other with fish. Yeah, you can beat each other with fish. 15 minutes of entertainment while we just were (laughs) aggressively fish slapping each other. We actually um, have, I think, some quotes on there on our channel now <laughs> from that too. <laughs> Dude, it was a, it was a fantastic experience in that retrograde. Uh, it, it, it's obviously a game that you have to have to play with people that you know and that you are wanting to just like play around with. If you were to sit down when I was playing the half hour by myself, yeah, it was fun and entertaining to kind of like figure out the puzzle of delivering the stuff. But man, I was quickly being like, okay, uh, what else do I do? And, but being able to play with people and multiple people makes it so that you can be like, Hey, we're all just fucking around and having a good old time. Like you and fall flat. Yeah. It's, I really liked it. (laughs) We had fun. I I don't know if it's going to be anything that I would really like to play all the time, but it was actually definitely a lot of fun. Uh, I don't have a price for it. It's not out yet. It, it, yeah, it gets there's, there's no on price April first. Yeah, no, and it's and it, they even have it listed. They even have it saying planned release April Fools. No joke. <laughs> we 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 first saw this at E3 two years ago. I had a blast and a half playing E3 because obviously I was playing with other people, and um, we all got and we were drunk. Review copies. Oh, we were super drunk. We were drunk because Tiny Build is always at the uh, at the indie mix oh, yeah. and drink tickets this would have been at uh um not any mix well yeah the mix you're right you're yeah. right you're right you're 100 um uh i had a blast with it i had fun playing together too but you're right i don't think this would be a game that i'd just be like hey if you just want a game to on like unwind and play when you get off work or home from school this isn't the game this is definitely a game to be like hey all of us buddies want to stream and have fun together perfect fodder for that yeah you want to just beat the shit out of each other or yell at each other through discord of like dude where the fuck are you i'm on a rocket ship wait what (laughs) or oh my god i made myself i made my way up onto the ufo it's not a ufo what (laughs) it's a giant speaker system what (laughs) like that is that is this game and that is that is what we experienced with uh totally reliable delivery service it was fun it was definitely enjoyable uh gaming camera camera needs to be better Camera needs to be better. That's oh, camera saying. definitely needs to be better. Actually, not just the camera needs to be better. The snapping of the camera needs to be better because the camera would auto change. Um, and it did not like I, I did not like that at all. Like yeah, I'd be sitting there driving and all of a sudden the camera would shift and it didn't do the normal thing where uh, like normally in a game when the camera shifts, but you're still pushing forward, like the car will still move in the direction that you were going. No, the car moved and forward on the camera. And she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I don't know. The camera went fucking haywire on me. <laughs> like we just careened off of a cliff. Like, oh, well, guess we restart this delivery. <laughs> no, that um, but 
it was definitely fun. Um, when we find out a price is definitely, I think, a deciding now you factor. It. You got to review it. it, man. Mm-hmm. What are you going to give it? I imagine it's going to be twenty bucks. Let's just say twenty dollars. Just to, if it's just a to, like, twenty dollar game and you have friend, okay, so that's an eighty dollar investment between the four of you. Is what I'm going to say because you need to have at minimum two people, which is what we had. Uh, but probably up to four. Um, seven out of ten. What do you give it, Jay? I, six. Uh, I, I, six. The camera. I was. Just I was thinking a so six hard. and a half, and I'm like, it, but it was fun. It was and fun. The shittiness of it actually added to the fun in a lot of cases. Hundred percent. Which 100%. is like, it's it's one of those things where you're like. It was really shitty. Like these things fucked up, but then it was also fucking hilarious when they <laughs> did fuck up. And how much of that was intentional just to fuck with us? <laughs> like it's it, it's a total mind fuck of a way of doing it. Um, it's definitely fun. Uh, it's not a must pick up. I I meant to. I go back to the six and a half that I was thinking of dropping it to. So. <laughs> It's it, fun. It's, it's it's fun. If you have the people, then it's great. If not, then yeah, it's definitely. You have the fun and the discretionary hate. funds. If it's a ten dollar game and you've got friends, buy it. Like that's, you have friends, that's easy. Yeah. That's that's an easy easy one because it is more friendship building than friendship destroying. Like what you get with Overcooked. Overcooked's a friendship destroying machine. 100% hands down. And that's worth $30 to fucking ruin your friendships. Shit, Mario Party is worth 60 bucks to ruin your fucking friendships. Uh, this game at 10 to 20 bucks is it it's worth playing it because it's it's just good old-fashioned fun. That's what I'd say. All right, Jason, get your three games. All right, so obviously totally totally reliable delivery service, fun, but yeah, we we talked about that to death. The other game that I've been really focusing on uh, is another review copy that we received, uh, which is called Star Renegades, and uh, Star Renegades is a, a roguelite style game with turn-based style combat, and that sentence alone already makes me super wet. Because it, that is just like Jason's game genre 101. And um, <clears throat> it's a, a retro style game. So pixelated graphics type look and stuff like that. Great uh, soundtrack. One of the best soundtracks so far this year. I, I can't wait to just download a lot of these songs or buy the soundtrack and just listen to it all the time. And um, just such great tactics. And what I say with that is that it's a turn-based style game when you get into battles that you can see and plan out your entire moves all the way through without losing a little bit of that random element to it that uh, turn-based combat needs. And there's nothing more satisfying than like really working through a lot of the combat scenarios and what you could do with each individual person and then find out that like, hey, if I do X, Y, and Z, I'm going to be able to kill two people. But if I back out and do X, Y, Z and subset one, I'm actually going to be able to kill two people and push back the third and be able to move on to the next round. And so it's more of a game of not just combat, but more of a game of like seeing how well you can strategize your time to eliminate combat to be one-sided, that you and your elite team are coming in here and just running train on everybody and taking everybody out just because like that's really what your goal is because the more you get hit because it's a roguelike game, the worst off you're going to be in the next battle and the f- for the battle and eventually the bosses for the world that you're on. So that being said, like I absolutely enjoyed 
every moment I've been playing with uh, Star Renegades and the, the tactics behind it, roguelike style behind it where you can get different uh, upgrades and gear is there. I wish the overworld was a little bit more interactive. It's kind of just feels like that, hey, the overworld's there for me to be able to explore, but they're all very similar. It kind of blends together and you just kind of follow a, a pace of what you're wanting to do. Also, um, you know, the battles can be drawn out. Like, there'll be times where I'm just like, this is the second battle of the game, and I'm like eight minutes into this battle because I keep backing out and looking at different tactics of what I can do and trying to find the best way to make this happen. Because obviously I want to do the best op uh, uh, options right. and not just kind of run through it. So there is a little bit of like patience that has to come up with that. If you want to just have like, you know, Dark Souls digital game, this isn't going to be your thing. You have to really love the genre tactics and uh, uh, turn-based battles, because that's 1,000% what this thing all comes down to. Um, later on levels and, and, uh, and last levels, you know, you can easily run into uh, 15, 20-minute battles alone, just trying to get through, not even bosses, just subset things, trying to work out whatever all the tactics would be and, and just like that. For me, phenomenal. Absolutely love it. But I can definitely see that as being kind of a detractor of people being like, Ugh, I've been fighting this guy for like over 10 minutes. Yeah, and I, just I remember want to you to the next area. being in some battles. You're just like, oh, I'm going to fucking die. I'm going to die. I'm going to die. Holy shit. I made it out of there somehow. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's plenty of times with that. Where it's just magic. Like, I, I, made I it out through down, magic. I'd be down to like slivers, like the skin of my teeth, <laughs> like nothing left. And I'd just play out every single scenario. And you back out of your options and you kind of go back and forth multiple times. And you're just like, holy shit, this will work. If I, if just I get it. lucky here, this will do it. <laughs> and you're just like, thank God. Like, and, and that, like to, the, to me... Like, that was, like, some of the stuff that's just, like, that's what makes it a great game. Does it make entertaining streaming? God, no. I can't imagine. God, like, no. If I was watching myself stream, actually, I'd be like, oh, No, actually, it game. does, Jason. Uh, it, it, I can say that it does specifically because of the fact that I was watching you. Uh, and I watched because I started playing this game the night that you started playing it as well on, on my PS5. Just having fun. And then I was like, Jason's going to play it a hell of a lot more. Uh, but it's, it's fucking intricate. Mm -hmm. like, oh, I'm not going to lie. It is an it. intricate game. And I, if you like roguelites, like I would definitely say that this is a, this is a really good turn on the roguelite system. I looked at the uh, intro, the uh, not intro, the, the storyline like trailer and uh, a lot of the screenshots before when this was first announced, when we we're talking about like picking up a copy and I was like, nah, you know, the, the retro style games, like children, children of Morcha, like I loved that game. And I was just like, they did a good job with it. I don't know if they can ever improve upon the, the pixelated graphic style, but playing this game. No, fantastic. Like if you, if you like just turn-based style games, if you like turn-based RPG, this is a great entry into the roguelike style because it takes away a lot of the stress of the roguelite because it's not just dependent on your ability to combat. It's turn-based. It's all turn-based, and you'll be able to take your time and kind of figure it out. It is fantastic in that alone. A soundtrack in itself gives it two extra points on any score. I don't care. And it is just such a fun, interesting combat system that they built. I, I just want to give them props all the way across. So great game, great entertainment value, and a lot of fun there. Um, I gave it a 9 out of 10. And the only reason why I took it down one one notch is just because there are times when you get to the, like, because it's a roguelite, you play it multiple times over and over again. 
there are multiple times when you get to level three that everything really just starts to like merge together. There's not enough variety in the roguelite. And what a roguelite is, is just like every single time it's different, right? Well, this game is just like, yeah, it's a different layout and a different look, but no matter what, you're going to fight the same amount of, of battles. You're going to fight the same boss at the end of each world. And you're going to have to go through like kind of like the same tactics, kind of depending on your team. So, I mean, there's, there's not enough to make it as a random game as possible. Yes, it, it is there. And there's a lot that you can do. There's a lot of elements of different games that did it very well, like shadow of war, darkest dungeon. All of these are, it, it, parts that are into this game but uh um it 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 just needed a little bit extra more random to it and maybe if the overworld had some low level combat to it that you didn't have to go into turn-based that might have made it a little bit more of the interesting aspect but otherwise turn-based combat 9 out of 10 fantastic um next game is that i spent a little bit of time uh playing a game that i've been really interested in playing for a long time but didn't have a pc for finally got a pc it was one of the first games i picked up with that which is surviving mars and uh surviving mars is a uh, um sim city but on mars <laughs> it's basically you're trying you're trying to build a, a a city and colony and base uh uh for humans to live on on mars dealing with all the aspects of you know colonizing a alien world and it's definitely the only things that are sci-fi about it is really just the technology aspects it's not a combat thing it's not like a, a oh there's going to be crazy amounts of aliens or anything like that they kind of hint at some of that but it's not really the the aspect of the game. It's it's more just like, hey, what would be the technical aspect of really building a, a, a city and striving metropolis on uh, Mars? Um, this is a fantastic chill game to me. Like if you liked SimCity, if you liked any of those kind of games or uh, um, Skylines. Oh God, what's, Skylines, yep. city skylines. You know, if you like any of those types of games, this is a great alternative. What I like more about it, and also is kind of a deterrent, is it's not overly complicated. There's only so much that you can do on Mars. Like, it's not like you're going to open up a dog dog park on Mars because what? the fuck are you doing? <laughs> you know, wait, I want. I your, actually want to open up a dog park on Mars. I would actually really like. Well, I mean, you can open you can open a bar on on Mars, which I already, already kind of found hilarious. But you can do it a casino on Mars. You know, that stuff is there because you're trying to build a metropolis and a tourist destination for a future aspect of the world. So they're trying to keep it uh, true to life, and um, the mechanics behind it, the ideas behind it. Perfect chill game. You can slow down and speed up time depending on how you build and your and how you want to read everything and kind of get an idea of what it's going. You can't really fail. I mean, you can fail bad if you don't try, but as long as you're just kind of paying attention, you'll be on top of it. Um, there's my biggest pro tip for that game, and it's been out for a while, so I'm not going to drain it too much, but um, change the radio station. Change the radio station to anything else than what the default one is, and I guarantee you'll have a much better time. Better yet, just listen to Spotify or, or yeah, I was like, whatever. Just turn the, the radio off, I guess. I, hmm. I'm such a stickler for uh, video game OSTs that I always, always, always kind of spend my time in them. So uh, um, anything else besides the demo, the default one is fantastic. But uh, um, Surviving Mars, great fun game if you like the, the world building aspects to it. Uh, lastly, the last one I want to talk about, just because it was released in the free games that we talked about in PlayStation, is Subnautica. I uh, played Subnautica a while ago, and it, it, it's, it's Valheim, but in the water. And it is just so much better. <laughs> it's just it, it, if you like the uh, Don't Starve, uh, Valheim, uh, Rust, 
Um, any of the survive and build uh, games where you have to punch a plant for whatever resource that you need for the first five minutes to build the eventually 40-foot submarines that you're going to traverse to fight 80-foot squid crabs on an alien planet, then this is your game. Um, Subnautica is a fantastic resource management, gathering game, building game, build your own bases, build your own sea ports, all kinds of jazz like that, survive. And it is easily one of the best games of this genre that actually gave me fear. More than even The Forest, which is a game about fear and survival of, of uh, zombies or whatever they are. This one, if you don't like the ocean or like don't like the idea of being like, hey, I'm floating on top of the ocean, there could be like a billion things below me, don't play this <laughs> game. Because that's 100% what it plays into. There, there's things that's just like, hey, I'm just chilling out and swimming. Oh, there's this cliff. I'm going to go down there. Holy crap, giant uh, alien sea monster right here in front of my face. And so you're managing your oxygen, your health, your... Um, it's actually kind of a lot of the things that I really wished Beyond Blue would oh, give yes. me. That's like the more open world Blue. aspect, which granted, I really did like the story of Beyond Blue. Like it, it had a good feel to it and whatnot, but there was never the deepness. I actually got... I got more of that deepness from In Other Waters, which was a top-down view of, like, a schematic of the seafloor than I got from Beyond Blue. Shit, I had a better uh, uh, deep feeling from Witcher 3 swimming in the <laughs> uh, waters over there than I did from uh, Deep Blue. Yeah. Abzu did a pretty good job at it, but, no, Subnautica hits it hard, where you just, like... You're you're you know that there's like 600 meters of emptiness below you and you're just floating on the top messing with your inventory and you're just and you have this under like feeling of dread of that like something is down there because you know what something is down there <laughs> and so it's just like it's done a great job of giving me that fear aspect without actually being really scary or anything that can can be there for you again the reason why I want to talk about it is that if you're not playing Enter the Gungeon and Subnautica uh, for free on the PlayStation right now, you're messing up. Those are two fantastic games that you should just give a shot to because they're they're just really good. Awesome. That's it. I'm done. You're gonna score Subnautica, or is it? It's oh, just so God. old that it, it doesn't really it's, matter. It's it's older enough. I mean, it's definitely a solid eight out of ten. I wish there was more like uh, uh, description. I wish there was like better UI. I wish there was better. Um, uh, enemy interactions like your 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 interactions with enemies are very limited and mostly it's just to run away which i get you're not going to be able to like be a commando on an alien planet where you crash landed on but it, it, i just wish there was more diversity but the exploration value is just there it's just a fantastic game awesome all right that's it uh we've clocked in at under two hours for the actual podcast so that's good uh so all right uh, thank you everybody for joining us uh we will raid after i do all of the things you know that so go ahead and stick around uh but thank you everybody for joining us for the i first podcast you can find uh us and all of our previous articles and all everything else at ibetafirst.com. Uh, you can also find I, us at ibiff.co if you want to actually listen to the rest of our podcasts uh, and be able to find them on your favorite streaming platforms. But we are on Spotify, uh, 
Kindle now or uh, not Amazon, Kindle, not, yeah, not Kindle, uh, Amazon, Audible. 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 There we go. Audible. Um, we're also on Google Play. We're on Spotify, Apple, iTunes. You name it. We're on all major platforms. We syndicate out everywhere. So you can find us anywhere. Just search for I Beat It First. Uh, you can also search uh, for our other podcast, Cutscene, which is our anime review podcast, which we talked about earlier, where we did a Netflix anime before, which started as a nine and ended up as about a seven. Uh, and we're going to do another one. Might be the same way, yep. but hey, you never know. It could be good. Uh, but join us for Be the Beginning uh, to see if that anime is any good as well. And you can watch through it. And you can listen to any of the other ones. If you really like anime, we've actually watched some good anime. Very easy on the word <laughs> some. Uh, a good amount of meh anime and then some pretty shitty ones. Um, but... <laughs> Definitely, if you if you have any of those animes that you know you want to watch and you want to you want to be able to hear what other people think about it, you can sit there and listen to it. So go ahead and check that out as well. Uh, we also do have Patch Notes, which is our other podcast, our third one. In which case, we normally talk to game developers whenever you know game developers actually want to talk about yep. their games. Um, but <laughs> that one has a few things on it, not a whole lot. But hey. It's a podcast. Uh, <laughs> you can also find us Facebook, I beat it first com, Twitter, I beat it first, Instagram, I beat it first, and all other major whatever social media I platforms. Beat it, first. it doesn't matter. We're here. Uh, we are also streaming streaming all of our video game or most of our video gameplay, not all, uh, on on Twitch. So go twitch.tv slash I beat it first, uh, where we also syndicate out this podcast and cutscene on a weekly basis. So make sure that you tune into those normally. Mondays, roughly about 8.30 to 8.45 Mountain Standard Time. All right. That's all that we got for the podcast, except, Chris, you know what to do. Bye-bye.